Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Trail Tales. I am your host, Tom Funk. Thanks for joining me today on this beautiful Sunday, and I am coming to you from halfway across the planet for most of you. And uh, this is my podcast about hiking in general, and uh, I started this several months ago, uploading hiking content that uh, relates to uh, a couple books I've written, about uh, um, some historical stuff with uh, trails and canoeing and things like that in Michigan, and also... Um, I have been sharing stories from my uh, manuscript, uh, A Million Hikes, which is my hike across Michigan's Upper Peninsula back in 1998. But today, this is my first, I don't know, what would you call it, uh, um, a current content podcast. That is, I'm going to tell you about uh, recent events and my hiking adventures. Um, so many of you are probably not aware that I moved overseas to Abu Dhabi about seven months ago, and hiking here um, is challenging in that there are not many resources. Like, for example, there is not a hiking guidebook here. Um, as far as online resources, there's news articles and things like that, but no real maps um, or anything like that. In fact, all trails, the popular phone app, only has a handful of hikes in the entire United Arab Emirates. Um, also, it is just too blasted hot, for me anyways, to hike essentially from mid-May until probably mid-October. So I've been uploading content, is what I've been doing, as I'm kind of trapped by the heat. Um, so... Um, you know, I will share with you my hiking adventures uh, on my social media here in the United Arab Emirates um, as they happen. However, I am from Michigan, I am from the United States, and I just returned from the United States from a vacation in Colorado um, where I spent a week with my wife's family in the Breckenridge area. Uh, needless to say, hiking opportunities, oh my gosh, they are everywhere uh, in that area, and it was uh, definitely hard to choose where to hike. We literally had hundreds of hikes to choose from within maybe uh, you know two hours drive from us. So my parameters going in for a hike, uh, realizing I'd be at elevation, I didn't want anything too long, too remote, or too steep, and preferably a loop. Um, so we did several short hikes close by. Our uh, condo was situated on the Snake River. Um, which had a multi-use path that connected uh, into a larger, longer multi-use path, which I think was about 70 miles uh, in a loop and some spurs in the Breckenridge, Dillon, uh, Keystone area. So this Snake River had this trail, and one side was paved, and the other side um, was on natural tread. And you had to, you know, of course, use some bridges to, to get across. It made a nice loop of about one and a half miles. So this was our go-to hike uh, while staying at that townhouse. We bird watched, we looked at wildflowers, watched sunsets, uh, things like that. We also took in a couple of what I would call reservoir hikes. Um, that is, we hike a trail up to the top of a plateau where there was a small lake, usually less than five acres in size. It made a loop around the lake, and this lake would act as a reservoir for the local water supply. So these were easy 
you know, go up, hike a circle, hike back down. Lots of wildflowers, great views. Um, we also took in a hike at a very popular pullout on the pass between Dillon and Breckenridge. Um, I believe it was called Sapphire Overlook, um, which was supposed to have abundant wildflowers. Eh, well, it really didn't. Um, it had a lot of uh, great views, um, and they were pretty cool. We could see the mountains in the distance, and they were all still showing signs of uh, snow, albeit patches. They weren't uh, totally covered with snow, but you could see patches of snow on the sides of these mountains. So the planning for those hikes was rather easy. We would look up on all trails, find the trailhead, you know, and then we would, uh, you know, go there. And they were straightforward, easy to find, and the maps were accurate. Um, and usually on these vacations, we usually do one really big hike, more rugged, longer hike. Um, which would take most of the day and required some planning and usually a bit of a drive to get to. Uh, part of our party wanted to see a waterfall and part of our party, myself included, wanted to get above the tree line in order to see alpine wildflowers. Um, so uh, we did find um, what we thought to be the perfect trail. Uh, we used all trails and did some searching and we found a trail that went to a waterfall uh, Commencement Falls is its name, and up to an alpine lake uh, named Mohawk Lake. And apparently Mohawk Lake is one of the highest elevation freshwater natural lakes um, in North America. So on all trails, <laughs> we found five different quote-unquote curated hikes that incorporated these features. And what do I mean by curated? Um, on all trails, if a trail is in uh, the curated section, it means somebody's checked it, it's legit, it's accurate, and all that good stuff. So we're finding five different versions of the same hike on all trails, uh, but more on that later. So we arrived at the trailhead at 7 a.m. Uh, with the plan to be done by 1 p.m. And twofold, one, these trails are very popular, so you want to get there early, get a parking spot, two, you know, rain and storms typically uh, roll in early in the afternoon, so you want to be done and off the mountain by 1 o'clock. So once we arrived, <laughs> we discovered that no one had downloaded the map from all trails. And secondly, there was no cell reception enough to get on the site. But don't worry, good old Tom, I intensely studied the route, and I even drew a rudimentary map in my little uh, journal. So I knew it was a loop, and I knew there'd be a spur taking us up to uh, um, to Mohawk Lake. So wasn't worried, and it was a very well used trail, marked and everything. The thing was like a highway, so it wasn't like we we're gonna get lost. Um, so in the course of my studies on all trails, I discovered that there were several trail closures and reroutes in the area, and the comments in all trails basically said to ignore the trail closures and forge on. But being risk-averse that I am and respectful of trail maintenance, having done a lot of it in my lifetime, I plotted out several courses of action. Uh, this was a loop trail, and it uh, 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 had a spur, and that spur started at the waterfall that we wanted to get to and went up in elevation to the lake. So we did have options. So immediately, right out of the parking lot, right into the trail, big old sign that says the trail was closed. But my research indicated that this sign, although seemingly declaring the trail was closed at this exact point, was referencing to a closure two miles in. 
So I told everyone to ignore the sign, and we would find another one uh, uh, at the actual trail closure. Um, and sure enough, we got there about two miles later, and there was a strand of flagging tape across the trail, and that's all that held folks back. And there was a sign directing us uh, on a trail that cuts across this loop we're hiking uh, to the other side of the loop. So um, while we were contemplating what to do, you know, do we ignore this sign or not? Another group comes up and declares that everyone on all trails is ignoring this sign, and they ignore it as well, and they continue their hike. We go with using the detour, which brought us to a two-track, which was part of this loop, and uh, and you take this two-track with a gradual incline up above the tree line, and it brought you back down a bit to the waterfall. And it was at this waterfall where the loop closes, and the spur trail goes up another thousand or so feet in elevation. Well, it was at this point my son declared he wasn't feeling very well, and it was probably a mild case of altitude sickness. And a little earlier, I wasn't feeling so hot, but I knew that if I drank some more water and popped some ibuprofen, I'd feel better, and I did, and uh, I did feel better. And we were at about 11,400 feet in elevation, so altitude sickness, well, it was a possibility. Um, so I had him sit down and, and, you know, take it easy and I'm asking questions and he seemed okay. Um, cause one of the easiest things you can do if you're experiencing altitude sickness and then it works its way into edema is just get down lower in elevation. We started at about 9,000 feet. So, um, that was an option, but he was, he was doing okay. Um, so at the very beginning, we agreed as a group not to split the group. Um, however, the group did get split and both sets of keys to the vehicles went up the spur trail without us. And I wasn't about to leave my son and wife there. And I also was, you know, considering, you know, the other part of the group going up this trail. I really didn't want to, you know, be wandering through the woods. So we waited, um, for the rest of the party to go up and come back down. So they went up without us and came back down without us. Uh, I was not crazy about, uh, um, you know, hiking back without the group. We didn't have the keys anyway, so what were we going to do? Just stand in the parking lot? So we just sat there and waited. So thankfully the birds entertained us uh, while we were there. In fact, I got a lifer, an American dipper, um, which was frolicking in the falls. Never heard of an American dipper? Go to YouTube and do a search for American dipper. Very cool bird. Well, the weather was sunny, and we had enough water to last us during our two-hour wait, and we reunited with everyone and descended back down to the two-track um, and then to the parking lot. Now, here's where I will pontificate. I am a map and compass guy, and if I had to do this all over again, I would definitely bring those two items with me. Um, all trails are supposed to be curated, like I mentioned earlier, but when you have five different versions of the same trail along with literal hundreds of people giving random opinions and inaccurate and outright false information, well, let's say I don't trust the app on these more remote trails. Uh, because there was a point where I, I just started using Google Maps to figure out where we were and how far we had to go. Um, so... Yeah, not uh, totally sold on all trails, and I know a lot of you guys are. I use it for planning purposes. I look, you know, how, you know, where's the trail? Where's the trailhead? And when I'm using it in the field, I usually will tell it to, you know, in the app, say, hey, find the trailhead. And then when I get there, I turn the dog on thing off. Now, mind you, the vast majority of trails I'm hiking are pretty simple and straightforward, but still, I, I don't 
put all my cards down on this app. Um, so, you know, this only emphasized that uh, the need is real to have a real map and a compass as a backup. And additionally, when hiking at elevation, the impacts of altitude affects each person differently. And one thing I kept harping on was taking breaks, going slow. And part of our group kept forging on while some were hiking at a slower pace. And I should have declared breaking the group into two in the very beginning, like made it very obvious. You know, one set of keys goes with this group, one set goes with this group, and we don't uh, separate. Uh, because, uh, you know, we could have went back if the two sets of keys had gone up the mountain. Anyways, live and learn. Uh, it was a nice hike, and I took gobs of photos, and I identified over 100 species of wildflowers while in Colorado. Um, and we were there uh, right at peak bloom, so keep that in mind. Uh, the very beginning of July is a great time to see wildflowers in Colorado. Um, and... Uh, I have all the wildflower photos uploaded um, in uh, my Facebook account, which is Tom Funk's Worldly Adventures. Just uh, scroll through the timeline, and you'll see each hike with the wildflowers associated with each, and I identified the wildflowers there as well. Um, and I am putting together videos of my hikes, and I will have them uploaded to YouTube hopefully in the uh, next week or so. All right. Thanks for joining us. I'd like to thank my friend Adam Maine for providing the bumper music. Adam is a musician in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area. And uh, thanks, Adam. You can find him on Amazon and Spotify. I would also like to thank Nortiv8 for providing my hiking footwear. And I use men's waterproof hiking and mountain boots. I love NordTV because they don't use all these fancy schmancy names like uh, some of these other companies do. It's just straightforward. Men's waterproof hiking and mountain boots. And that's what I used while I was on this trip. And I am very surprised at the quality and comfort of these boots for the price. Check them out. NordTV8.com. That's N-O-R-T-I-V and the number 8 Com. And if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, let me know. Thanks again, everybody. This is Tom Funk for Trail Tales. Thank you, and happy trails.